welcome to Good Friends, Strong Families, the podcast where every episode equips you with a new skill, surrounds you with support, and provides actionable steps you can immediately implement in your family life. I'm Angela, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anna. In today's episode, we'll delve into building connection. So this is a foundational skill that will help you grow a strong, loving family. We're going to dissect the what, the why, and the how, so that by the end of today's episode, you'll be better equipped to raise resilient, connected families. So let's get started, Anna. Hmm. This makes me think about what does it mean to you to feel connected mm. as a family? Mm-hmm. I think it can mean a little something different for everyone, but I'm just going to talk about like the things that my family does Mm -hmm. and we connect through that. So we like to play games. Actually, I should, I should amend that. My husband will play games because he loves his family. (laughs) Right. (laughs) By like. (laughs) The kids and I really do love playing games though. (laughs) He just kind of puts up with us. But um, we play games, we go on hikes, sometimes we just go on neighborhood walks, we um, like to have fun together, we laugh and joke around, we, we like doing life together. I don't, mm. I don't know, that seems like so simple, but I think sometimes we try to overcomplicate this and mm. we, we try to make it, um, make it harder than it has to be. And so I don't know, but I do think that it also means that like we are comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, like, I, I think about, um, my different children and their different personalities and how, you know, we are a family unit. We are one in one sense, but we are unique mm-hmm. and it's okay. And, mm-hmm. and like, you can have interests that are your own. And, um, I think it's fun when you share those interests with with the rest of us, but it's also okay that like you like something that other Mm, people don't. And, um, I think that that's something that like we've had to navigate that, um, you know, some people have different preferences and it's okay. Like, well, you know, it's interesting this idea of being connected because over the years we've talked about how our lives look really different from one another, but this to me is something that I've always kind of played catch up on the idea of being connected. And we know, I know as a family coach, one of the things that we have to consider is this feeling or this like identity of being connected with one another and feeling like this is the place that I belong. We know that when you have kids that feel really connected to the family, and they they feel like they're loved there, they're cared for there, they're listened to there, that we actually see a lot more better outcomes. And let me just quantify that by saying, when we say better outcomes, we mean like they, they um, do better in school, uh, less likelihood that they'll engage in risky behaviors, more likelihood that they'll end up in um, uh, adult uh, committed relationships. I mean, all of the things that you want for your kids as sort of healthy family outcomes, you this is foundational yeah Yeah. but it's so you know just as somebody who like works and travels and you know over the years i've found that um working with even with other families that being connected has to be intentional yeah yeah i think um some other things that like are signs that you have a strong connection is that like even parents and children like you have a mutual respect for each other Mm, mm -hmm. you are allowed to share your opinions your thoughts your feelings 
you feel comfortable to share your hopes and dreams for the future. And, yeah. and I think um, that depending on how you grew up, maybe even culturally, right? Um, that wasn't something that, I don't know, I don't feel like that was super common, but I think that that's something that I have wanted to intentionally add to like in addition to like the fun we play games we do this yeah hey let's also have some real honest conversations and like your voice matters too yeah and i think that that's the big thing is like children need to have that sense of belonging i think all people do right? right agreed but i think like you said it's like that foundational um thing for children to know that they are part of something bigger than themselves and that really lends to um carries out beyond your family well and i'm going to guess if um folks who are listening if they're still with us <laughs> in this part of the conversation that that's what they want to you know they yeah. want their kids to feel connected and there are certain things sometimes families do this in a very like organic natural way and i'm very envious of those families yeah. because i don't know how you do this organically because it just has not been it was not my existence as a kid growing up i didn't feel overly connected to my family and so I didn't know how to do this as an adult and as a parent and I had to really seek out how do you um, connect as a family and stay connected and it took a lot of work for me to do that because I didn't experience that so much as a kid and yet it's so key so friends we're gonna just teach you a few things I think um I think some of the things that Anna talks about, uh, what it looks like to be connected, those are really natural things that folks do. But can you talk a little bit about what it means to um, feel bonded to our family? Why is it important for that to happen? So some of the hows, right? I think we covered the what. Perfect. And, And remember the what, what I said, the examples that I gave, that may not be you. You may all hate board games. Right. It's okay. We can still be friends. Right. <laughs> we just won't invite you to the party. Right. Well, <laughs> well, or you could be like in the backyard playing like with the dart game or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I don't want you to get so hung up on like, oh, we have to do this activity. And these activities and these things that we have connected over my family has changed right like yeah. what what it looked like when we had toddlers and preschoolers is different now this is one of my favorite things that we do as a family um we are super into marvel movies yes and so when a new marvel movie comes out we go see it um usually like premiere day is like technically friday so we go see like a really really late night thursday night um preview or preview of the movie at like 10 10 30 it is exhausting. exhausting every time we do it i'm like why do we do this but it's so fun because all six of us go we enjoy it and um and then we're just exhausted the next day but so i mean that's that's something yeah. that like i think about um but here are some other things that are more like day to day right like we don't go to the movies every single day but every single day you can use your words to tell your children that you love them and that's that i love you may come super super natural to you yes. and it may not but there are other ways to convey love and so that might sound like i'm so glad you're my daughter yeah i like that i enjoy spending time with you do you know i have a cheat sheet of this yeah true story and actually we'll put it on our website so friends can get it but i literally have a cheat sheet so when i am trying to be intentional about connecting with my family i think people 
I say I love you all the time. I hug right. them all the time because it's what I want for them. But it's not always, maybe I need to get a little more, <laughs> you know, in my repertoire. I need, so anyway, I have a cheat sheet so that I'm not always saying the same thing over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So um, you, can, you can use your words in a positive way. And another way to do that is to point out and compliment the good. And this was something that I really, the cheat sheet covers this too. And I, it was invaluable for me because there was definitely a period of time where it felt like all I was doing was correcting my kids yeah. or um, breaking up arguments or, you know, teaching. You're just constantly like, do this. This is how you wash dishes. This is how you clean your room. And you're, you're just constantly critiquing and correcting. And so making a point to say something positive and really looking for the good um, that is something that really helps build connection because it feels good. Well, get this. Here's the thing about the, um, the looking for the good thing that I think people don't realize. Kids want to please their parents or the parenting adults. And so in their brain, when a parent says you did great in whatever area that is, their brain actually releases hormones that then connect them with that good action and the good feeling they get from the parent. What's crazy, what I always think is crazy about this is sometimes we think, oh, well, well, if I just tell them they're doing good, they'll do more of that and that's why I do it. Well, yeah, it's because their brain you're cooperating with their brain. Right. So you're really using their brain against them. <laughs> like, and I think that that is really important for parenting adults to know. You're not just doing it to be frivolous or to like add extra words. Right. You're saying, you did this thing. I am pleased with it. You get a good feeling that I am pleased. Right. You do it more often. Absolutely. Tricky. Absolutely. Tricky. <laughs> Don't tell our kids. Um, another thing that's really important um, is spending one-on-one -on -one time with your children. Mm. So one adult and one kid, and um, gosh, we're gonna have a whole episode on this. We need a whole episode it is on this. So so impactful. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna drop that there. And then another thing. Um. And and you might be thinking, gosh, I do a lot of this stuff. Well, give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> because that keep means going. You're doing a great job. Um, also eating meals together at least three times a week and depending on your schedule this may be dinner it could be breakfast could be breakfast it could be brunch it doesn't matter what you call it but spending meals um, together enjoying each other's company um, there was actually a study on this this is awesome this is where I throw it to Angela okay I'll take it <laughs> here's the thing okay so what we know and then I'll tell you a um, funny personal story so what we know is that uh, when kids eat dinner together I think it's like three to five times a week something like that with their families of course it can be any meal the point is that you're sitting down eating with them that those particular kids are more likely to grow up with healthy behaviors um, into their adult years you see a lot of good outcomes here's the thing though is that it doesn't matter what they're eating it doesn't matter if it's peanut butter and jelly or you're like making this gourmet meal it's that you're sitting together as a family and eating and that you're not um talking about what they did wrong right. you're not criticizing it's a pleasant family meal and so here's my story obviously i'm traveling and right. so if I travel for work, which I would guess, I'm going to guess that I probably travel probably 12, 15 weeks out of the year. 
So when I'm traveling for work, I was missing out on those family dinners. So you know what I started doing? I took my own family parenting advice and I now, wherever I go, I have one meal a day with my family. So either, so if I'm in a different time zone, maybe it's breakfast for me and lunch for them or vice versa, or it's dinner for them and a, and a midnight snack for me or whatever, you know, later in the day snack for me. And, but I, I make it a, a point at least a few times during the week that I'm gone to actually eat with them. That's awesome. Now that you have Zoom, you can do that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And another way is through weekly family meetings. Um, I think we will also cover this at some point. But really, this is a great time to keep everybody up to date on activities, schedules, um, and then ha- also like leave time for your kids to bring up things maybe they want to discuss. Um, I think allowing them to kind of take part in that mm. and, and maybe even lead something maybe they get to, they get to share their activities or things that they want to do or maybe they might say hey mom can, when can we schedule um a movie date or when can we schedule whatever yeah so i like that that's definitely a great way to help connect and then also um we kind of covered this already but of course like finding things that you enjoy doing together yeah as a family this is hard because like one of our kids loves video games and i not so much right Right, but you can watch. I do, yep, I do. And encourage and cheer on. Um, But yeah, this also reminds me of um, something that we kind of do beyond our immediate family, but as an extended family with my parents, when Survivor is on, Mm. we actually drive over to their house every Wednesday to watch Survivor together. Oh, that's fun. So like, find those things that you enjoy. Yeah. Again, it doesn't, you could hate Survivor. It's okay. We had a dad in our class one time who... He kept saying, I can't remember exactly what the activity was that his kids wanted to do. Um, Some kind of game. It was really inane, but he said, I just don't like to do it. I just don't want to do it. And I said, would you try it? Mm. You know, it was some game they wanted to teach him or some kind of a board game or something. And I said, would you try it and let them teach you? So he agreed to do it and he comes back the next week and it really isn't that much time. We set a cap on time. So, you know, especially if you're doing one-on-one time, there should not, it should not be six hours of time. Right. It's just like 20 minutes. But we set a cap on the time and the guy comes back the next week and he said, it is shocking how life-changing that was. Aww. He said the amount, uh, the connection that we had, and it was a very short amount of time. Yeah. He did not master the game, but his kids, because he agreed to do it, his kids were so excited. Yeah. And that's really part of that building connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Find stuff. Explore. Like, try things. And if you, you might all decide that you hate it. And guess what? You just bonded over that. Yes. <laughs> so it really is worth giving that time. Um, also talking to each other about your dreams, your goals, asking each other, how can we support? Um, I think communication and opportunities for communication are so important, but you want to remember to invite communication. Don't force it. Yeah. I like that. Um, another thing is fun family traditions or customs. And I think I I remember when, when going through, uh, strengthening families or as a family coach, seeing this and thinking we have no tradition. Like (laughs) I just thought like we, our family is, you literally just talked about a bunch of traditions. And then then I was like, okay, so I'm not the like amazing crafty Pinterest mom. And if you are, God bless you. God bless Um, you. But like our traditions are very, very simple. It's your birthday. You get to pick what you want for dinner. You get to pick what you want for dessert. And if, if I'm having a good day, you will wake up with 
um, decorations. <laughs> Half of them might have fallen down for right. the night. <laughs> and your birthday presents will be on display. Right. And your cards or whatever. And so, like, it's that's so simple. We have I one. can do it. We have but one. But it means so much, right? And yeah. the kids know it, and then now they expect it. And it just it makes them feel special. We had one parent in our class who built... Uh, oh, you! The kid opened the bedroom door, mm. and they had built a laser field using um, oh my gosh, what it, like streamers, you yeah. know? And so then the kid had to like climb through the streamers, oh, like, like Mission Impossible, yeah, like Mission Impossible. <laughs> and they had built that overnight, and that was where I got that when I had read that expression. I'm not a Pinterest mom; I'm an Amazon Prime mom. Oh like, yeah, that's the, yeah best exactly. that's the best you're gonna get. Your my kid is never gonna get the Mission Impossible, but I love yes. you. Yes. So your traditions and your customs might be um, like for holidays, for birthdays, but they could even be like a weekly thing. Like oh, we do pancakes. Yeah, once pancakes a week. Every Saturday week. morning, if you're at our house, we're watching cartoons and eating pancakes, and 100% even if the kids are not there. Okay. See, that is a fun family tradition. And so yeah, I just think that you are probably doing a lot of those things already. And if you're not, and you want to start adding them in, and you need to, um, you're like, how do I do this? Well, I would start small. Like, you could start with compliments. You know what I'm saying? Like, just this week, say, okay, I'm going to notice every time they do something great, and then I'm going to compliment them. And I'm going to say something like, I loved how you made your bed without me even mentioning it. Or, I love that you were ready for school on time. Or, I saw that you shared with your sister uh, shared your toys with your sister. Great job. I mean, yeah. just you could start small. Yeah. And I would even keep like a little checklist so that I could say mm, complimented, complimented, complimented. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. And I think also you're giving an example to your kids on how they should talk to each other and yes. to you. Um, everybody wants to feel appreciated. Everybody wants to feel loved and safe. And so these are things that are going to benefit our kids and they also benefit us too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think this is all about being strategic. Sit down this week. We'll put some of these things on Instagram. So I just want you to remember as you are navigating some new things, um, just know that it's a process and it's okay. Make sure that you give yourself a bit of grace. Um, You might have a really great day where you complimented everybody and then the next day you might have done the opposite. Right. So it's it's okay. That's how I learned. It's literally okay. We are all in this together. And we have been there. Yes, 100%. And we just want to remind you, this is something that you're going to have to nurture repeatedly. You're going to have to start and you're going to have to start again. And But just continue to pick at least one new connection activity. And the more you pick the right ones, the more connected our kids feel. And don't, you know, if, you, if you're thinking, gosh, you know, okay, wow, they feel connected, but I'm just so worried about my kid talking back. We'll get to that too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We just want you to leave this episode feeling proud of how well you are already doing and encouraged to continue to build that connection and add in these new ways that maybe you haven't included yet. In our next episode, we're going to talk about boundaries. But if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. You can join the conversation on our Instagram.